Amen. You may be seated. It's good to see you. I'm glad that you're here. God's working. I pray that you're realizing that, that you're experiencing that, not just through the changing of lives and new birth, but in the change of life of men and women, young people rededicating and committing and saying, hey, Lord, I want to go where you desire me to go. I want to be what you desire for me to be. God, I want to be your hands and your feet. I want to be completely committed and sold out to you. Even when we don't, the line in that song, even though when we don't completely see it, we trust him. Even though we, we don't know all the ins and outs, God, we don't have to know the process. We don't have to know what's next. We've just got to be obedient here now. Let, let the Lord take care of the process. Let the Lord take care of the next step. You know, so often we get concerned about, well, what will happen? What if? What if? What if? And that's debilitating. That stops so many of us. That keeps so many believers from being exactly who God desires for us to be. Is the... Is the not knowing what's next. And you know, God don't want us to know what's next. Morning by morning, Lord God, here I am. I thank you for a good night's sleep. And, and Lord, as I go today, I pray that your spirit would lead me, God. Put me in front of the people you desire me to be in front of. God, give me the words to say to the people that I see. God, use me today. God, just today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's got, Jesus says, tomorrow's got plenty of worries of its own. Today, today, today. Let me ask you a question. What's God telling you to do? What's God telling you to do? Uh, what's, what's God's doing? I give you sort of a, a backstory. God's doing a lot of amazing things on this hill. God is working all summer long, was absolutely amazing. God blessed. We, we have seen so, so many people come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. We've baptized on a regular basis, and that has nothing to do with us. You heard my prayer. You heard. Rob's prayer, make us so little, but make Christ really, really big. And that's been our desire is to lift Him up. And He says, He makes a promise, you lift Him up and He'll draw all men to Himself. We don't want to be seen, we don't want to be heard, we don't want to be talked about. We, don't, we want to be small and insignificant, but we want to make much of King Jesus. And God has been doing that. Last year we had a great time with our, with our football team. This year we started out again this past Thursday night. We had, a, had another opportunity. Every Thursday night, y'all, we get an opportunity to pour into young people who, who need to see the church being the church, who needs to see the body of Christ being just that, the body of Christ. This past Thursday had an opportunity to stand and, and share the gospel, and many, many, many of those young people trusted Christ as their Lord and Savior. Praise God for what He's doing. He, he says, we're, we're not lifting up a church, we're not lifting up a people, we're lifting up Christ, and He does the work. God's working right here in our midst. We're seeing it. We're experiencing the blessings and, and, and the fruit. Remember, let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due time we'll reap if we don't stop. We can't stop, church. You and I, we as His sons and His daughters, we cannot stop being obedient in this world that we live in. And I ask you again, what is He asking you to do? I'm not asking on a corporate, on a big church level, because God is doing things. Listen, we're starting new Sunday school classes. 
Uh, we're, start, we're, we're doing things. We're ministering to our community up and down the road. We're, we're loving on our schools. We're loving on our, our teachers and our students. We're loving the best we can. I'm not talking on a, hey, Brother Shannon, I feel like the Lord is wanting us to do this. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what's God asking you to do. What's He saying to you? Remember, Rob prayed, and I started out with praying that the Holy Spirit would come and speak to us this morning. And are we listening? Are we listening to that nudge, that pull, that yearning? As a Christian, every single one of us should be sensitive to the move of the Spirit of God that's inside of us. As believers, if you've trusted Jesus as your Savior, if you've said, yes, Christ, you are my Savior, you are my Lord, I need a Redeemer, I need hope, and you stopped running away from God and you surrendered and submitted to His Lordship, then He is speaking to you. He's speaking to you. What's God, what's God want you to be doing? What's God want you to do? You know, the answer to that question is it's different for him than it is her. It's different from her than it is for you. And Listen, this morning will be vague. It won't be, hey, go adopt a kid or, or, or go start a Bible study or, or go do this. I'm not going to give you specifics because here's what I believe. I believe if you are a believer, God's speaking. God is clear. God is telling you. God wants you. It could be in your school. It could be in your class. It, it could be a person on the team with you. It could be the person to your right or to your left. It could be at work. It could be that person that, that the Lord is nudging you and saying, hey, he or she needs, first of all, we know he or she needs Christ. Most importantly, they need Christ. The Bible says there's no other name under heaven by which men are saved. Jesus himself says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. But once they have Christ as their Lord and Savior, then, guys, we need one another. We need community. We need the body. Go with me over to a passage, very familiar passage in Scripture, Matthew chapter 14. You know what God wants you to do? Why do we not do what God calls us to do? There's a lot of reasons for that. We're comfortable. I'll go even further. For some, we're lazy. For some, I'll go even further, and this is this is getting even worse. You're like, how can you be worse than calling, calling me lazy? Scared. Because right now, look, I know everything about where I'm at. I, I can do where I'm at with my eyes closed. And I get it. You can do where you're at with your eyes closed. You can wake up and you're on autopilot going through your day, doing day after day after day. But when we step out and say, Lord God, I'm listening. I surrender. I give you my life. I will do. Lord God, you're calling me. I'll go, Lord. Here I am. I'll go. Send me. Where are you going? You don't know. What's it look like? You don't know. What's going to happen? You don't know. What are people going to think? We don't know. How are they going to respond? We don't know. 
But let me ask you, what's it matter if it's what God wants you to do? What's it matter what people say if it's what God wants you to do? What's it matter if it don't make sense to those around you, but it's what God wants you to do? What's it matter if, if those closest to you may even turn their back on you and run if it is what God wants you to do? Churches morning after Sunday after Sunday are full of people who, I hear you, Lord, but I can't. I hear you, Lord, but I'm scared. I'm here. I hear you, Lord, but, but get somebody else. I hear you, Lord, get somebody more qualified. I hear you, Lord, but, but there's got to be another way. Or, or the Lord speaks and we don't even listen. The Lord speaks and we don't even acknowledge it. Because we're in that other place. Comfortable. Go a little deeper lazy. Go a little deeper scared. And maybe even a little deeper than that. You're just in a rut. It's just who I am. This is who I am. Well, I'm going to tell you what Scripture says. Scripture says that if you're in Christ, you're a new creation. You hear me? You're not in a rut. We talked earlier, we started the morning, the past is over. Guys, your past doesn't dictate you. Your past doesn't control you. Your past doesn't tell you who you are from this day forward. No, who tells you who you are is Lord God morning by morning. Who do you want me to be today, Lord? Matthew chapter 14, very familiar passage. Jesus has just fed the 5,000. Over in verse 22, Jesus says this, Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. And after he had sent the crowds away, he went up on a mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat was already a long distance from the land, battered by the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Verse 28, Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Listen to this, church. And he said, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. Peter, a trained, capable fisherman, knew the difference between the, 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 the sanity of being in the boat and the insanity of stepping over into the waves. And the, they were already, the Bible says the winds were contrary and it was beating up against the boat. Nobody with any good sense, especially a trained fisherman, is going to leave the protection and the comfort and the confines of the boat and step over into something so insane. Nobody's going to do that. That's what stops a lot of people in pews today from doing and being exactly who God saved them to be. 
I hear you, preacher. I know that God wants more of me. I know that God desires me to go deeper with Him. I know God has put me and He has surrounded me by so many people that need exactly who I have and you've equipped me and you're calling me and you're nudging me. I know they need it, Lord. But I'm scared. I I just don't know what will happen. I don't know what, what could come of it. I don't know what's next. Here's the deal, church. That same Jesus that called you from death to life in your spirit, the Spirit of God, you responded in repentance. You responded in surrender. You responded in, yes, Jesus, save me. Lord, I'll do whatever you desire for me to do. Here I am, Lord. Is the same Jesus that's out there calling us to come. What's God want you to do? What's God calling you to? What's God calling you into? Listen, I'm not giving you specifics, and I'm not talking on a corporate basis. I'm not talking about a, a, new, a new ministry. Hey, Brother Shannon, I got something big we as a church need to do. I'm talking about you. Because God spoke specifically to Peter. Hey, Peter, come on. And you know what Peter did? Peter did what no other man on the face of the earth besides God himself did. He did the absolute impossible. He walked on water. No other person in recorded history has ever walked on water beside God himself. And the only way he was able to do the impossible was he kept his eyes fixed on the author and perfecter of his faith. And for a season, for a moment, he walked on water. He went where Listen to this. He went where only God could take him. Made no sense. That's irrational. That's foolish. Can you imagine what the other guys in the boat must have thought about him? Peter, the, the spokesman for the group, the, the loud mouth of the group. Here's Peter jumping over the side of the boat, jumping onto the water. Can you imagine what the other men must have thought? Listen, Guys, it don't matter what they think about you. It don't matter what the world thinks about you. If you're where God wants you to be, what does it matter what people think? What does it matter what people may say if you are where God wants you to be? So many people sit inside of churches and they hear a message like this and they say, that's a good sermon, preacher, bring it. What you going to do with it? I hear you, Jesus. I want forgiveness. I want, I want eternity. I want, I want forever to know that you've got eternity settled. But, but from now on, down here on this earth, I like the comfort. I like the confines. I like the familiar. I like knowing what to expect. God, what you're asking me to do, I don't know what. What could happen? What do I do next? Guys, you know what you do next? You keep listening. You keep following. You keep putting one foot before the other and saying, Lord, I don't, I've never been here before and, and this is all brand new. 
And, and I've never done this before. I, that's who I am. And, and I grew up know, thinking that that's who I was. And, and that's so familiar. But Lord, I don't know what I'm doing here, Lord. And, and I, all these people you're putting in my life and, and these words that you're laying on my heart to say, God, I don't know what to do, but I'm just going to continue to be obedient and I'm going to continue to speak and I'm going to continue to go. And, and the night comes and you lay down and you say, Lord, I, I thank you, God, that you used me today. I didn't see that one coming. I, I never dreamed I would have that opportunity. And Lord, if you give me another opportunity tomorrow, I'm going to go and be obedient again to, tomorrow. And you wake up and you say, morning, Jesus, here I am. Let's go. And you walk in obedience today just like you did yesterday. In obedience tomorrow just like you did the day before. And you continue to walk in obedience. But there's a lot of people sitting in pews that's got to get up. And you've got to go to where Jesus is telling you to go. Scared, what are they going to think? I'm scared, what are, they going to, what are they going to say about me? They may not run with me no more. They may talk about me. They may, who in the world cares? I'm where God wants me to be. Are we here to please God or are we here to please men? The same God that saved you and made you His very own has equipped you to do His work. He says, I've given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. He says we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. He says we live by faith and not by sight. He says to trust in the Lord with all your heart and, and do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. He did not say, look, stay in your comfort zone. Stay in your familiar. Stay exactly where you want to stay and you be God of your life and you take over and you... Lord of your life. He doesn't say that nowhere in this book. What's God telling you to do right now? I want us to pray. We're not finished. We're just going to ask Him. Lord God, here we are. Your sons and your daughters are listening. Lord, it could be at school. It could be at work. It could be in our very home. God, it could be to that person sitting to the next, to the right or to the left of us. It could be a spouse. It could be to our kids. God, what do you want us to do? We're listening. God, your sons and your daughters, your children are listening. We don't want to rebel. We don't want to disobey. We do not want to look at you and, and continue to say no. We want to surrender and go where you're at. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at what happens. The Bible says he walked on water. The Bible says he kept his eyes on Christ and he did the impossible. You say, Brother Shannon, I just don't know what you're telling me to do. Listen, I ain't telling you to do nothing. What did the Lord just tell you to do? Yeah, but that don't make sense. I, I don't see it possible. Is walking on water possible? Does that make sense? That's what God said do. It don't supposed to make sense. 
Listen, He saved you specifically, you, just you, for a purpose. This may be it. And, and you know, take Peter, for example. He walks on water. We know the next verse. Read the next verse. Look at what it says. And Peter got up out of the boat, verse 29, and he walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But seeing the wind, he became frightened and began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? Some of you had done red on their head. Some of you knew the story so well and said, Well, look, he's just going to sink after the fact. Yeah, but God still used him. God still saved him. He was reprimanded, yes, praise God for the reprimanding. Praise God for the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God that we serve a God of second, third, fourth, fifth chances. Praise God that He doesn't say, look, you messed up, you failed, you didn't do it exactly the way I want to use you, then you're no good. We don't serve a God like that. No, we serve a God that picks us up and, and, and reaches down and says, Come on back up. Got to do better next time, but come on back up. He don't zap us. He picks us up and he dusts us off and he says, Get back at it. There's a lot of people quit inside of churches. There's a lot of people said, you know, preacher, I've heard a sermon like this. I was a young kid and a preacher preached something very similar to this. And I went out there and I made a fool of myself and I made a mess of things. He's not done with you. You hear me? He's not done. You're still here. You could have been in a lot of places this morning, but you're here. You could have been a lot of places this morning, but you're here to hear that the God of this universe is still calling just you to leave the comforts, to leave the familiar, and go to exactly what He wants you to be doing. Whether it's school, work, play, home, it could be with your wife, it could be with your parents, it could be with your son or your daughter, it could be with your classmates, your teammates, it could be with those men that you're running with, those girls that you're running with, it could be in a college, it could be who knows where. But what the deal is, when Christ calls us, then our only response is obedience to come. It don't make sense. We don't have to know what's next. We don't have to, to what, 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 what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't have to know what's going to happen tomorrow. We just simply trust Him. We simply trust Him, y'all. Can you imagine? There was this many in first service. Can you imagine how Northport, Tuscaloosa County, and the surrounding counties could be impacted if the men and women, boys and girls that heard the Spirit of God this morning say, look, I need you to come go with me. I need you to get out of what you've always been doing. I need you to get out of the, what makes sense and what's familiar and what's comfortable. And I need you to get out of your rut. And I need you to stop making excuses of what they may say or he may say or what they may think. And I just need you to simply come go with me. Can you imagine the transformation that could happen? 
Preacher, I want to see that happen. Preachers can't do it. Preachers are the equippers of the saints to go and do the work of ministry. What's God calling you to do? What's He asking you to get out of and go to? What's He asking you to... What's He... Peter said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. He could have said, I hear you, Lord, but I ain't doing that. I hear you, Lord, but let's wait till the, let's wait till the rain settles down. I hear you, Lord. Let's wait till nobody else is watching. Let's, let's practice this when the guys go home, when they clock out later. What's he saying? If you're a Christian, he's speaking. If you're a Christian, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a Christian... We have one option, obedience. If we don't obey, then it's rebellion and it's sin. I want your forgiveness, Jesus, but I'm not going to do anything else. I want your heaven, Jesus, but I'm not going to follow you in this lifetime. I want the familiar, I want the easy, I want I can do what I can do with my eyes closed. Peter could do fisherman work with his eyes closed. But walking on water only worked when he kept his eyes on Christ. When he started looking around, that's when the bottom fell out. What's next, preacher? What's God telling you to do? Go do it. Go do it. How do I do it? You trust the same one that's calling you. You trust Him. Lord, here I go. I'm, don't make sense, but I'm going. Don't make sense, but I'm going to talk to her today. Don't make sense. I don't know what they're going to say, but I'm going to tell them this evening. Don't make sense, but I'm going to go home tonight when I get off work, and I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be that husband. I'm going to be that wife. I'm going to be that son or that daughter. I'm going to be God who you want me to be. I want us to pray. I want to pray for you. God, guys, we need boldness. We need boldness. Let me tell you, as, as passionate as I am and as, as clear as the Holy Spirit is this morning, the adversary, the enemy, is working overtime. I ain't talking to your neighbor, and I ain't talking to the person to your right or left, and I'm not talking to them folks you're thinking, man, I wish they'd have been here to hear this one. No, it's for you. This is yours. Take the hand of the person next to you. Take the hand. Reach, reach. You may not even know that person, but take that person's hand. Just hold, hold their hand. And I want us to go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we, here we are, Lord. We sit. We sit with each breath being grace and mercy and un, undeserved goodness. God, each breath is a gift. 
God, and we come in here on another day, on another Sunday that you've blessed us with, and we sing your praises, we sing of your faithfulness, Lord, and we, we sit here now, God, clearly hearing from you, clearly hearing the Spirit of God speak to our hearts, individually to our hearts, God, and we hear you, and God, right now we pray for boldness. Lord, whatever excuse Satan may be given, we rebuke him and bind him in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for the people to our right and to our left. We pray for our, our neighbors. We pray for our brothers and our sisters. We pray for that person here to my right. Lord, give him or her exactly what she or he needs. God, I pray for my brother to my left. God, give them power. Give them boldness. God, give them, let them not be ashamed of the gospel, not be ashamed of the truth. Who cares what the world may think? Who cares what those closest to us may think? Whatever the excuses are, we, we bind those excuses. We rebuke you, Satan, in Jesus' holy, precious name. You have no authority whatsoever. You have no influence. You have no say-so. We go in the power of the Spirit. God, be very clear. Be very clear to us, Lord, as we're listening.